Welcome to Diabetes Unplugged. Welcome to Diabetes Unplugged, the podcast where we shine light on life beyond the diagnosis and redefine the way we approach diabetes wellness. I am being joined today by a very special guest, the one and only Mr. Dam himself of the It's About Damn Time podcast, Jared Dam. How are you doing, sir? Yo, that intro was like <laughs> wild. <laughs> like I like like I lit up with that intro. Like man, I feel important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, yeah. I'm I'm a you know I'm a veteran on this show now. You a veteran on my show? Like I love okay. this. this is great. We got some veterans in the house. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm really excited to have you back on Diabetes Unplugged, and I'm really excited for this conversation that we're gonna have today because like this is exactly the type of like candied content that I have been really wanting to create. So if you cannot tell already by the title, we're going to be talking about dating while diabetic and embracing vulnerability and finding love. And I thought who better to have on this episode than you to kind of just share your insight and and all of those things. But before we get started, I don't know if I've ever given you space to kind of share your story and your journey right now. I don't know if people know that you're diabetic. So I just kind of want to open the floor a little bit for you to kind of just tell us a little bit about yourself and like your journey with diabetes before we kind of jump into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, that, that's funny because, you know, in all of our conversations and all, in all of, you know, the meetings we've had and everything, I can't remember if, if we had this conversation either. So See? I mean, I, I think we we know, but I don't think the audience knows. Right. But yeah, yeah. Um, I am diabetic. I I got diagnosed uh about February 2020. So okay. you know, late February 2020. Like so, right after the world was shut down for COVID, I was you know left to find out how to how to figure out how to deal with type two diabetes on my own because they wouldn't see any patients. So I was like freaking out. Wow. And um I think at the at the time, I feel like at the time I had COVID, but it was before it really got to the US. Right. So I, I was just coming out from being sick. I was super thirsty, drinking all the time, frequent urination. I was like, yo, I knew there was size diabetes. I was Googling it at, at work. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers was like, Well, you don't wish it on yourself. I'm like, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and right. check. So I ended up going to like to that like the mini clinic. They did the, you know, <laughs> the glucose test. <laughs> it was through the roof. Like they like it didn't register. They was like, yeah, you need to go to the emergency room like now. Like so wait, 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 like, wait. Gotta... they took it and it didn't tell them how high it, your blood sugar was? It didn't it didn't tell me how high it was. It, it didn't even register. And oh. and I was like, um, well, can I go like tomorrow? Because I got like a podcast recording uh-uh. like tonight. No, you didn't. <laughs> I know you did not. Are you serious? I did. I did. I, did. Oh, I told no. her, like, I got a, I got a podcast recording. Like, can I, can I do it tomorrow? She's like, do not even go home. Go right oh, to the emergency crazy. room. I was like, oh, I, I, y'all ain't gonna be able to make it tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see can I make it. You know, I'm, I might be a little late. Like, I'm still thinking it's all good. Uh, my shirt was like at six fifty, seven hundred. Oh, it was like gosh. something crazy. They had to pull me with fluids and everything, and, and they just gave me like 
mid foreman was like, make an appointment with a doctor. And, you know, you know, after a couple hours, they'll slap me on my butt and send me on my way. And I slapped and, you in your you know, butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time, like, you know, everything rolled around for my doctor's appointment, that's when COVID officially hit. They shut everything down. And I was scared. All I had was, you know, people that, that had diabetes, but they, they, they approached it differently. They, you know, no one approached it the same because everybody kind of just did what they did for right. themselves. And some of them might be doing it correctly and some of them might not be doing it correctly. Right. I was, I was scared to eat. I was scared to eat. So. That's crazy. And yeah. in, in the beginning of COVID, like that's the part that gets me. It's like, it's right in the beginning of COVID. I think what, maybe a month later, the world like shut down. So it's like you yeah. get this diagnosis and then you're just like, well, you got diabetes, but uh, we ain't doing nothing about it. Bye. We ain't doing, That's yeah, we got, crazy. we got another disaster to worry about. Yeah. It was oh so Oh my crazy. God. Uh, That's crazy. So, okay. At the time of your diagnosis, were you in a relationship? Were you dating? What did that look like? At, at the time, I was just splitting up from my from my my ex wife. Like we oh, wow. we had just split up. Yeah, so we had split um, October twenty nineteen. Okay. So I was like, you know, still kind of fresh, you know, out of that. Just like just barely been in my apartment for a couple of months, trying to figure trying to figure out what do I like as far as you know silverware and dishes oh, go. God. Like I was yeah. I was still at the beginning stages of that, trying to figure myself out. And um, during that time frame, that's when um, I realized I was like, "Oh, um, yeah, I got I got diabetes," and I didn't I didn't yeah nothing. I was alone, so I it was really weird to even think about dating me and when you afraid to eat. So, <laughs> but I kind of so eventually I did eventually. I I mean I don't know I don't want to put words in your mouth, but have you like dated? Since your diagnosis, yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. have dated since my diagnosis. I think, I think for a while it, it was me trying to find my footing mm-hmm. on that. So, one dealing with dealing with right after that diagnosis, dealing with you know COVID and dealing with diabetes, but trying to figure, trying to navigate. Obviously, you know you you're not going outside, so right. I was, you know I started going a lot in the dating sites, and then. It had been so long, I didn't know what information should I reveal. So I was like, "Hey, I'm diabetic," and then people were like, "Yeah, because yeah, oh, that's what I was gonna ask you. Like, how do you do? You feel like diabetes kind of influenced how you approach dating? Like after after you were diagnosed, and then now you're on the dating sites and all that kind of stuff. Do you feel like that kind of made you a little bit hesitant? Like, what do I reveal right now? Or like, how was that? Yeah, like like that was com- it completely changed everything because I'm a I'm a normally upfront person, mm-hmm. you know. Like I I I try to tell my story, right? Because I I know I'm know I'm, I'm I'm a bit abnormal. I have like these abnormal things what's going on with me, so I I try to be all upfront. But I think the problem was when I when mentioning that I had diabetes, it almost was like, um. I don't want to sit there and say that it was. It, it felt like it felt like they looked at me like I had like a more severe diagnosis, like I was at stage four of pancreatic cancer or something. Like, he's so, like, he, so people yeah, like was, looked at you like you were dying. Like, yeah, like he's like, oh, are you? If, if I won't get the sugars, if I if I touch you, oh, I don't no. I don't want the sugars. You know what I'm saying? So 
I it, it felt weird because I would I would say that and they just, they'd be like they it was it was almost like you were treated like you were like obese like maybe my pictures were lying to you like these are old pictures so maybe you know like I don't know like it was it was completely how they they had to be like well let me just stay away from you mm-hmm. and I'll listen to your conversation some of them immediately friends on me and so, and some of them not even even friends on me. They just stop responding, like especially, wow. but especially if it's like a person that we meet and we click, right? And I mentioned that I have diabetes, and you see all on their Instagram and everything, they're into fitness, and they they're like a pole dance instructor where they said so they do that, and, and it's, it's most of their content, and they have all these mm-hmm. people, so they're really fit. And I'm like, yeah, I got diabetes, but I'm trying to. Uh, hello, hello, and that's, and that's how it was like. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh so obviously that had to like be such a like jab to to, like your self-esteem right like i mean i oh yeah like explain that like i i guess like how did that make you feel about yourself like how did that and how did that impact like your self your self-consciousness or you know what i mean like your insecurities or anything like that Oh, you, you know, I, you know, I've, you know, we had conversations about this. You know, I've struggled with my self confidence. You know, my, I don't know, like my entire life. Yeah. Um, but I think it is really hit. Like it, it makes you yeah. really hit rock bottom because then it's like, okay, now I, I already had my own insecurities on how I dealt with stuff, but now it's like it's they're bleeding over to other people and how other people see me. Right. And if it, and and I feel, felt like I was like. Quasimodo. Like, I was like, oh, oh my god! I was like, this yeah. is hunchback that nobody wanted to kind of talk to, or they just felt sorry for, or mm. and, and 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 I feel like maybe one or two people probably felt like that, especially yeah. when you when you go in in within the first couple of days, you just I'm diabetic, you know, because you know, because I didn't really know how to pitch it, so I feel like they, yeah. if I was now hindsight looking back at it. They're like, well, if he's mentioned this in the first couple of days, he must be really bad. I don't want nothing to do with him. I just was a new diagnosis. I didn't know right. what to do. So I see how people do it differently. Like, you know, I, I have friends that are diabetes and they don't date a slew of people and they they don't really disclose it until they need to disclose it. And I, and I think that's what I, I kind of learned from that. So um, that's what you're doing it now. Just, it's like in, in the beginning, you know, you're kind of, you're fresh out of, you know, freshly divorced, basically. You're on these dating mm-hmm. sites or whatever. You're introducing yourself. In the beginning, it was like, I need to tell people right away. Like, why did you feel like that was necessary to tell them right in the beginning? I think it's because it was still raw for me. It was raw, like, yeah. I, I, yeah, it was still like, you know, you know, fairly new. But, and, and which is really weird because I guess I, I approached it, I talked about it as if I had like a, um, STI or something. Hey, I have diabetes, you know, like. So, okay, like, so. <laughs> do you feel like so do you feel like it's because like the way that you kind of announced it or talked about it that that kind of struck fear in the people like on the receiving end you know what i'm saying for some of those people yes mm-hmm. but for other people they just you know when somebody reveals to you that they, they struggle with depression right that's a certain way of how they how they see things which also is something i had to sit there and deal with mm. but for some reason i knew to not disclose the depression thing until a little later on, but for some reason the diabetes thing didn't click in my head. Yeah. So I guess it was because it was so fresh and new, and I, and I didn't know how to navigate it truly. Yeah, 
Yeah. So that's, that's actually a good point. So I probably blew that on my own. Now that I think about it, I so, thought I no, it just sounds like it goes. <laughs> I think it just sounds like it go. It goes both ways, right? Like I think like if I hear, you know, like someone is dealing with a medical condition or whatever, but like you're talking as if you're dying, like that doesn't give me confidence that I want to like yeah. grow attached to you and you're not going to be in my life anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it sounded like I was like. Oh my god, I have diabetes. Um life is over. Like you you know, you weigh anything like that. I was okay. just like, you know, yeah. It was like tell me about yourself. Well, you know, I just learned I got diabetes, you know, so that was a brand new shocker. And I was just thinking that that might be like, okay, maybe oh we god. just you know, it'll start off a conversation. Like, wow. Cause just you know, talking to you, you like, okay, well tell me about you know, how you found out about it. like what happened. And I thought it was an interesting story. Like But that's different though like when it comes to me that's different because i literally do this for a living i am i am a diabetes like specialist so of course you're gonna tell me that but i'm just saying like if you're (laughs) if you're talking to somebody on a date and they say get to know me that probably isn't something you're gonna lead with okay I've never been accused of being the most smooth person. Okay, I mean, it's just, just what it is. I didn't, I didn't know. I, I was like, you know, I thought I was just trying to make conversations. I was just sharing some stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hindsight being twenty twenty, I, I, yeah, I probably probably shouldn't have done that. But now you don't. <laughs> like now you, now you hold off a little bit more. Now you're kind of like, now, you ain't gonna leave with that now. I, I'm not gonna lead with that. No, I, I mean, I think I think the main thing about it is is just getting to know, you know, the person getting to know me as a as a person, mm-hmm. you know, overall, mm-hmm. and then seeing that that if we if we click and if we click, then you know you start you know you, you ease them into stuff. But that's just in general, you yeah. know, stuff. So and, and and then again, like now, I got, I think I deal better with diabetes now. Like like just knowing, you know, okay, I can't actually eat. Okay, I I can, uh, you know, like knowing that I've dropped a my A one C to to where it is, you know, now to to you know get into a routine of what I what I need to do, and and even even if I even if I you know cheat a little bit or not do exactly what I'm supposed to do, not thinking that it's going to end result is I'm gonna wake up uh, or I'm not gonna wake up tomorrow. I'm right. gonna die because I because I decided to have uh, ice cream and chocolate syrup for dessert. So. <laughs> right so i mean i hear it from both ways i think on the one end it's kind of like all right you have a better understanding of what it means to be living with diabetes and you're also taking the initiative to take care of yourself so that it doesn't have to play such a significant role in your relationships you know what i mean right. but then it's like on the opposite end of that because in general there's this huge lack of understanding of diabetes when you're trying to get to know someone and you're dating someone and you're like, yeah, you know what, when it gets to that, that time to reveal that, you know what I mean? Right. If they don't have an understanding of diabetes, it can just strike fear in them. And I think that, it, that might be what causes people to like pull away or friend zone you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think yeah. I, from what I'm hearing and how I feel is just like, it depends on the way that you're approaching that conversation. And if you're showing that, hey, I take care of myself, I care about my health, I'm not just out here careless, you know what I mean? I think that mm-hmm. has a different impact on someone that you're trying to get to know rather than just being like, yeah, I got diabetes, it is what it is. You know what I mean? And kind of go from there. Yeah, and then, and then you know, some people 
they 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 a little bit of chubby chasers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like so, maybe they <laughs> like these men with type two diabetes. You know what I mean? Because 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 here's the thing: you like you you a little chubby chaser. Your man got you, your man I got mean, type two diabetes. You know you can sneak him some snacks. He's gonna be appreciative. You know what I'm saying? You, you make you make me some bomb ass banana bread or make me some chocolate cake, and I'll be like, "Well, you know, I I usually don't do this, but you know what I'm saying?" Uh-uh, so like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's facts, though. That's that's facts. I mean, for, for for sure, for sure. And, and then and then it's, it's almost like it's a form of control. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, like no, you you ain't doing what I want you to do. Hey, um, I just made this. I just made cheesecake. You made cheese, girl. I had cheesecake. You made homemade cheesecake. All right, I'm gonna be over in a little while. I just, you know, I I gotta finish this podcast episode. I I can slide through. So, you know, some people like it. You know, what I'm saying the chubby chasers. Shout out to the chubby chasers because I mean, you listen, know, I'm, listen. I'm, I'm a little chub. I'm a little chub. So you know, shout out, shout out. <laughs> I mean, you know, there are there are some women. You know, we we like a little thickums. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, I'm there, saying we got body heat, it. Man. Listen, it, and it's we listen, got- it's winter time. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. We That's need, what I'm saying. We need you know, some warmth. You know, yeah, come on, come on and cuddle up to the teddy. Bear. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, uh, oh my god. Okay, so now I do have. I have to ask this too, and as long as you're you're comfortable answering this question, then we'll just go with it. But I'm curious to know what has been your experience when it comes to navigating intimacy with diabetes Mm. like there's one Mm. thing you know you're dating and you're getting to know people but part of dating is being intimate and there are a lot of things like we talked about being insecure and different things like that whether it's about you know the weight gain that comes as a result of diabetes some men are dealing with different you know hormonal issues women too right and so what has been your experience when it comes to navigating the intimacy part with diabetes Ooh, okay here we go here we go. Let me cross my legs for this one. Oh, okay. shoot. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So the number one aspect that you, that you think about is the weight gain, right? And mm-hmm. so you are, you know, a little self you know, self-conscious about how you feel. And sure, you've gained that weight for a while anyway, so it's like mm-hmm. nothing new. Right. But now you, it's just something about having a, diag- a, a, a disease, a diagnosis that centers around weight and fat and all this other stuff that kind of makes you really look at it. So mm-hmm. you like, so, so there's, there's a little bit of insecurity there. Okay. You might, you know, am I going to do this with my shirt on? Am I going, <laughs> <laughs> you know, am I going to wait till the lights cut off and then, and then take my shirt off? Right. Like, you know, like I, what's the response going to be? Is, is the shirt like, cause I, cause I'll get, you know, get one of those shirts that, you know, that, that highlight the, 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 the arms oh and, and smooth out the belly. Oh and so when you take out that t-shirt, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, he's, uh, this, 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 the shirt was lying. Oh the shirt no. wasn't, the shirt wasn't giving, the shirt was giving a lie and this stomach <laughs> is not. So, so of course you're self-conscious about that for it. Right? Uh, right. Right. But when it comes to like the, the, you know, the, the act of that physical intimacy, there's been, there's been struggles there. Because you know, you know, diabetes does affect that, and so I think maybe my second trip to the doctor, mm-hmm. I was like, um, shout out to the to the to the great uh, Doctor Tiffany Edwards, um, <laughs> but I I was like, uh, yo, and, and it was really weird because it's, it's you know it's a, it's, a, it's a black woman, so I, I I chose her because one, uh, I just connect 
better with black women. Like I, I was raised with my mom and my grandma, so I connect better with black women in general. Shout out to black women. <laughs> Shout out to black women. <laughs> At the same time, like you know, after that that, that second or third trip, I, I go there and I'm I'm saying like I'm ready. I'm I'm a little concerned, you know, with Jared Jr. and how all this is going to work. <laughs> it's kind of hard to have that conversation because I'm just like, you know what? I have to be an advocate for my own health. So I stepped up like, oh, Dr. Edwards. Um, so I'm a little concerned about uh, my performance mm-hmm. and everything. I, I heard some things about diabetes. Mm-hmm. And so I had my head down. So I was talking to her like, because, you know, you can't make eye contact with that. You know, it's a beautiful <laughs> black woman. You sit there talking to her yeah. about your penis problems. It's, it's hard. But I was trying to make sure that it stayed that way. So I had to talk to her. Right. So, <laughs> so I was like, so how does this work? And over there, I'm, I'm because one thing that I had issue with was I felt like I was losing sensation mm-hmm. around the tip area. Mm-hmm. And and so I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm a little concerned about that and circulation. And so for me, I know that a lot of guys have suffered erectile dysfunction right. because of type 2 diabetes. Right. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't one of the casualties you know, of war, oh you know, and, and face the same fate of my brethren. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't need those type of issues. Now, did you know that this issues. was happening as a result of your diabetes or that's why you went in to talk to her because you kind of had, you had a hunch that it could be connected. I, I thought it could be connected. I didn't, I didn't know for sure. I thought it, I thought it could be connected because I'm a nerd and I've been doing research and everything. Right. And then, and I had, issues that were like a little different from which is why I did the research because I had issues different from erectile dysfunction gotcha. I suffered with the erectile dysfunction you know in college for like a little a little a little brief little while okay so because of stress uh-huh. so I knew what that looked like but for me it was like it was different because it was like okay I'm having issues with the climax right more. like you know and and for me that was the big concern like hey I am Am I going to be able to do this, like, you know, with a partner or solo? Because right. right now, it's just a build-up. Right, yeah. You know, so that was the question I had to go in. So that was really hard navigating, asking, and that's regardless of gender. I, I Asking somebody about about your, right. <laughs> about your, I mean, about your penis talk, is a hard conversation. talk about it. Like, listen, nobody is out here announcing from the mountaintops that they can't perform. But that's men right. and women, too. So, like, for me personally, like, I know that I've struggled for a long time with just being sexually, like, just getting turned on. Like, I just, mm-hmm. there was no inkling of anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. even get aroused. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, whether it's man or woman, when you're dealing with, you know, anything that comes to being sexually intimate, that's a hard conversation to have, not just with your doctor, but like, again, because we're talking about like, again, being intimate and dating and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, when do you say this? Or do you wait till you're in the bed and be like, listen, I got a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) like this is... That's hard. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard. And 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 because I got burned with announcing the diabetes mm-hmm. thing, I was like, okay, do I do I do I go so far and announce to somebody too early? I don't want to announce that right. too soon. So I was like, I need we need to be, you know, really 
talking right. really, really in a good groove right. before before that happens. Right. Like I'm not bringing because as a general rule, I don't I, I don't just randomly bring up sex. Right. I I kind of wait until like you know, you know it, it it's it's a proper time like. Like it's a vibe. It's, so it's a, right. It's, it's you a feeling. Feel, you gotta read you know the room. Saying? You gotta read. Yeah. yeah you gotta yeah. read. For sure. Exactly. For sure. It's read yeah. the room. And so once I read the room, then we can sit there and talk about it. But then it's like, I think, I think for me, honestly speaking, I don't, I don't think that a lot of people really cared mm. about my my problem. Right. In in that right. regard, it'll be different if it was the typical erectile dysfunction, right? So then it's like, okay. I, we're being physically intimate. I'm, I'm. There's a chance I might not get mine. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, uh-uh, I can't deal with it. Right. And so there, or they might be sympathetic about it. You know, so you get one of those two mm-hmm. things. For me, when when you say when you're you're telling somebody that yes, I can have an erection and it'll stay erect, mm-hmm. but I'm not exact. I'm not. I'm not able to climax. Then that seems like a Jared problem. Right. <laughs> then it seems like well. I mean, so you still can perform, right? right? Oh, okay. And it, and it, and it maybe slight ego after a while where they start thinking, well, uh, well, like is is this is it you know is this trash? Is or are we are, we, are you not enjoying yourself? Right. Are you not satisfied? Yeah. But but typically, don't really worry about it because if 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 I'm not finishing, it's it's on me mm-hmm. because I'm a guy. Right. So I, I didn't get a lot of I didn't I didn't get a lot of sympathy for that, mm. and and so it's like it's like oh, maybe people that really really care that you know to try to help me navigate through right. it, but most times even just talking to people like not necessarily saying that I I, I engage in that in- intimacy, they it wasn't a concern. This is like oh okay, right. sorry yeah. sorry to, sorry to right, hear that. Right, right. So I mean what I'm what I'm hearing you say is it hasn't. Even with the issues that you're having sexually, it hasn't necessarily kept you from getting any action, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I can perform with the best of them. You Listen, know, what I'm saying? Said, put some respect <laughs> on it, okay? Put some respect <laughs> on my name, okay? I'm, I'm still getting look, it in, but look, I'm not a new dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you know it's just it's just that that one part and i think what it did was it made me kind of start appreciating the journey more mm-hmm. like just overall in general like you know when when you think about sex you think about the destination right. that the you know ejaculation you know climax and whatever but you know now it's like okay well I got it. One, I got to get creative, you know, in, in order to get the fireworks that I want to get, mm. you know, and two, enjoying more of, of, of that, of that physical intimacy and that, and that, that passion involved. And it could, you know, so it's had me actually kind of slow down, right. uh, you know, to a certain extent or, or focus more on just like, you know, subtle things like touching and rubbing and stuff, mm-hmm. because I already know, <laughs> I'm not getting where I would like to get, so you might as well just enjoy the the overall gotcha. experience. Gotcha, gotcha. So technically, it, it might have made me a better lover. I mean, you know that's what, I mean? what like, I'm hearing. You know? I, I mean, because again, I think when people think of intimacy, they're automatically thinking of in the intercourse part of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're thinking of just the intercourse. I mean, don't get me wrong that 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 is that plays a role. You know what I'm saying? But Absolutely. Then when that's something that you hyper focus on, 
you forget about the things like foreplay and the touching and the rubbing and the teasing and the whatevers, you know what I'm saying? That make for a good intimate experience. You know what I mean? Cause you can right. hop on somebody right. and you know, get yours and be done. But like, if you want an actual like experience, that's a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a little bit different. And so I think regardless of whatever dysfunction that you're dealing with right now, Again, it hasn't it hasn't kept you from you know running with the big dog. No, so no, I, no, I, I, actually, actually, I, I like what you said just what? now. So you what know, do you it's, mean? It's, it's not so it's not so much a hopping on something. It's, it's about the experience. So, so now I can just mark it as the damn experience. Oh my god, Ooh, I, I like cannot. it. I like it. Not you trying to promote. <laughs> not you trying to promote. I cannot with you. I cannot. Okay, so let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. I hate to interrupt this episode because I know that you are thoroughly enjoying it. But before we continue, I wanted to pop in and share something that is really important. If you're frustrated with living with type 2 diabetes and you want to reverse the root cause of this condition and get the best blood sugar of your life while also restoring your body's ability to tolerate carbs, you're going to need a simplified step-by-step plan of action that'll take you from where you are now to where you want to be. Not only that, you're also going to need some expert guidance to get you through this journey. Not because you can't do it on your own, but because you might have some questions and some challenges along the way. Dominating Diabetes Academy is a program that I designed to help you naturally balance your blood sugar while lowering your A1C and eliminating the need for diabetes medications. On top of that, I want you to be able to confidently take charge of your health in as little as 10 weeks. Inside DDA, you're gonna be immersed in a world where food becomes your medicine, your energy level is restored, and unstable blood sugar levels become a distant memory. To learn more about Dominating Diabetes Academy, make sure you check out the link inside the show notes and get started on your plan towards optimal health today. Now, without further ado, let's get back into today's episode. Have you ever thought how you can defeat imposter syndrome, improve your mental health, or become a better version of yourself? It's about damn time you start doing it. I'm Jared Dam, the host of It's About Damn Time. It's a podcast about my self-journey to build a better me, and through conversations, I'm taking you along the way to help you build a better you. Join me every Tuesday as I talk about health, relationships, parenting, life hacks, and other topics to push you to be the very best. It's about damn time. Available on all podcasting platforms. Do you find it easier because now, again, you are currently living with diabetes, even though you're in the process of reversing it and all that kind of stuff. But do you find it easier to date fellow individuals with diabetes or like have you dated someone that has diabetes or do you prefer to you know dating kind of without these conditions like does that does that part matter like it doesn't matter to have a partner who kind of understands what you're going through because they've either been through it or are currently going through it as well or does that not really play a role for you oh i don't i'm trying to remember if i've if i've dated somebody that has had diabetes i want to say yes mm. but i can't really remember i feel like i've been able to be a little closer knit with people who've experienced dating people with diabetes mm. like a like like one of the one or one person i dated like his girlfriend of mine she her her former husband was diabetic so she went from like one diabetic to another mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So in that regard, it it wasn't and she was a nurse. Okay. So in that regard, it wasn't it didn't it didn't I didn't feel like I had to explain anything or 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 like you what are you doing here? Like, you know, that was that was a lot easier. Um I felt like and I also felt, you know, pretty good with people with 
other ailments mm-hmm. too. Like I, not just limited to diabetes. So, so if if somebody is somebody if I'm dating, if they have high blood pressure and I got diabetes, mm-hmm. well, you know, they're they're not going to be more so. They're not going to be that that I'm gonna run away type, right? Because I heard you got diabetes because mm-hmm. they're gonna understand that. So, I feel like early on to answer your question, I feel like early on looking at people that either had that experience have dealt with somebody in their experience or had a similar experience helped me in my confidence to, to, to date more. Right. Cause like, like I said, I felt like such an outcast um, initially. Right. Um, now I feel like it doesn't really matter because now I have more control over, you know, over what's, what's happening with my body and, and knowledge about what's happening with my body. So now I feel like now that I'm a little bit more, you know, established with, I feel like it's gotcha. different now. So, yeah, I get that. And I do, I guess I can understand there is a certain level of understanding when you're dating people who are dealing with some sort of imbalance or state of dis-ease. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a certain level of understanding. And I think also, like, is it safe to say, like, I don't want to say sympathy. Like, do you still, do you feel like you have to, like, engage in, like, sympathy dating because you're diabetic? You know what I mean? Like... They, they have sympathy for yeah, me. Yeah, like, do you think, so I'm saying, do you feel like they have sympathy for you because they understand as far as, like, because they're dealing with something else? You know what I mean? Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me be real clear with you right now. I will take whatever advantage I can get. Okay. So if if if, if they are being sympathetic, oh, he has diabetes, and he be in the gym, and he be trying. Uh-uh. You know what? If if they look, if they feel <laughs> not with the low voice. People, yeah, let me let me let me hit you with this low voice, man. Like if if you are listening to this and you feel sympathetic to me because you know I'm, I'm dealing with diabetes, and you're like, you know, hey, Jared, you know. I want to take you to dinner. I, I want, you know, you. Eat, we'll go to Slutty Vegan. You know, we'll do like a, a, a vegan thing, you know, a plant-based diet and everything. I just want to take you out. I am going to take you up. Oh, my you know, God. Like, hey, you know, let's let's go. Let's go. Oh, my let's go. God. So, I can't. I'm okay. Now, now, I, now, I can see, you know, joking, but kind of serious. I can see how other people would, you know, would feel bad about, about sympathy. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, you don't want sympathy from that. Right. Ultimately, you want you want to be that person that, that that they see across the room. They be like, okay, yeah, or you know, they you know, you talk to them. They be like, ooh, okay, you know, he, he you know, he working with something. But like I said, if 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 it can get me in the door, that I can at least <laughs> I can at least talk. I'm okay with it. You know what I'm saying? It, if you ain't if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You know oh what I mean? So God, it, shut up! It's a cheat code. I hate you. It's a, it might be a cheat code. It might be a cheat code. <laughs> You are fire for that one. You're fire. But listen, ladies, if you're if you're listening, you know, this I mean, sorry, Mr. Damn, are you single? Like, cause listen, I don't want to be helping you shoot your shot or, you know, giving giving I'm, the listeners a shot if you ain't available. No No, it's it's, it's not that. I, I just I think I've been really focused on the work here. It, you know, is you know, with the it's about damn time podcast. I've been focused on the work with the whole damn show growing, you know, that, that brand and everything. So I think that's where my focus has been, you know, been lingering with. So I hadn't really been, you know, entertaining, you know, like that. So, you know, you know, just, I'm just, I'm just out here just trying to win. That's that's all. So let's, I mean, I'm going to take that as he's available. So if any of y'all want to take Jared down the slutty vegan, 
listen, he is down for the cause, all right? And if it and if it turns into something more, listen, you gonna be satisfied is what I'm hearing. I don't. He said, "Don't worry about him, sweetheart." <laughs> don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he said he got him. He gonna make sure you straight. Okay, that's what I'm hearing. That I, is I, so I, funny. Am a, I am a I am a pleaser. You're I am a pleaser. A pleaser so well, yeah. listen, ladies, yeah. uh, <laughs> check the show notes. <laughs> check the show notes. You might be able to get it in. But no, okay. So now, <laughs> so while we're on the topic, like how how important do you feel like it is for a potential partner to understand and support your diabetes benefit? Like, is that when you're dating? Because, I mean, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, do you date just for sex? Do you date for the hell of it? Do you date for marriage? Like, do you, like, what is your dating kind of like style or whatever? And how important is it when you're dating? You know, I, I would assume this applies for if you're dating for something more, obviously. But how important is it for whoever you're dating to understand and support your diabetes journey? I would, I would think that, that it would, it, it wouldn't matter which way you were dating. It it, it, it totally matters. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll say this. So regardless of the fact that if you're dating for sex, if you're dating, you know, just just to kill time or just, to, just, just for companionship or you're dating just for to be in a serious relationship and be in, in marriage, you want someone in your life to support your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. Uh, if you're a gym rat and you got somebody that's the couch right. channel, they, 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 it's not going to really work because it's not, it, it, you don't match the lifestyle. You are a creative, so you, you you know how this is. If you if you are if you are in a creative mode, you sit there, you know, working on different things and, and trying to create, or or even as an entrepreneur as well, mm-hmm. it's hard to date somebody who who when they clock out at five, <laughs> they they just sit down, they ain't worried yeah. about it. So. So this, it's the same thing with 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 diabetes. Like, I need to make the choices I need to make for my for my life. And if you are like, okay, I can, you know I want to talk to you and everything. I want I want to cause you know cause you stress. That's going to result you know keep me keep me from you know keep me in that in that insulin resistance type right. of frame. And and I'm not you know I'm not working on reversing my type two diabetes. That's one thing. If you if you are like sliding me chocolate cake a little too much, you know I ain't got a whole lot of willpower. You know what I'm saying? And he's just to, just to keep me around. That's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you know that I'm I'm over here. You know fighting to put these jeans on and this button is, is <laughs> shut up. This like, button is a little tight. Oh my god! So now I, now I switched to Adidas fans. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like I need you do need somebody to support support that, mm-hmm. and even if they don't support it. Cause it could be a casual relationship. Right. So even if, even if you don't support it, don't try to sabotage me. It, at least at least acknowledge what I'm trying right. to do. And I I think I think it's just as simple as if 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 it was a casual sexual relationship, don't you know? Hey, maybe maybe come over a little early around eleven so I can get a full eight hours. So I need to sleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know maybe don't sit there and, and come here with some McDonald's fries and you know I'm like yo. You know, right. Right. You know So it it's little things like that. Like I I'm not gonna eat the fries in the car. You know, eat the fries in the car and then and then come knock on my yeah. door. Like, well maybe do some mouthwash because now I smell the fries on your nah. breath. 
a mess. A mess. A mess. So, okay. So have you had it on the opposite, on the opposite end of that where like maybe you're dating someone and they try maybe too hard like they're they're trying to like you know fix you if that makes sense because that can't be a pleasurable experience either like when you're trying to get to know someone like you said you were dating a nurse at one time right and so like sometimes that can be really difficult for you to date someone that knows what they're talking about you know what i'm saying but then they're like the agenda is like i gotta help you but then I take over and I become like the food police and I'm monitoring everything. Like, have you dealt with that? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I've dealt with that. Like, so for that, for that ex-girlfriend that she actually encouraged me to start going to the doctor, um, you know, and, 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 you know, taking my diabetes, you know, more seriously. Cause I had fell off obviously during the pandemic. Cause I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and so, so that was one part of it. The, the, but having someone with the, the other extreme was like, what did, you, what did you eat today? Why did you eat this? Especially if we hadn't had a conversation that I need your help and I want, and I want to let I'm, I'm asking for for that. It's it's hard because because that's not necessarily sexy to be having somebody who who's playing your mom, you know, making sure you, you oh, you True. need to eat this. You take your medicine today, you know, and everything like that. It's appreciated when. It's a balance. It's all, it, life is all about balance. It's, it's, if I'm struggling, you know, I, I, I actually would, you know, appreciate someone, you know, talking to me and asking me, hey, you know, I know you're going through some stuff and everything. I know you got a lot of stress. Make sure you take your medicine. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's a way you can do it. Yeah. But it when it's when it's like almost like wagging the finger, you need to do, do this or you better. Right. Mm, now I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Because yeah. because because I'm. Cause I'm 43. I'm quite grown. Quite grown. Quite grown. (laughs) He said he is grown in these streets. Okay, you can't tell him what to do. I am. I am. I am super grown in these streets. You know what I mean? I feel it. So yeah. So I get it. I get it from both ends. But so it sounds like it comes back down to communication. It's all about the communication. It's all about you know the dynamic of the relationship as well. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, 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 you over there? Who you? I all feel, right? I you feel, right? Yeah, I feel overwhelmed. I feel. I think. Well, What's the reason why I feel overwhelmed is because, well, for one, I'll backtrack before I talk about that. I'm really grateful to have a platform like this, where again we're able to have conversations like this, because the the misconception is that the only thing that diabetics are dealing with is high blood sugar. And you're not realizing how when you plug in that high blood sugar piece to everyday life that people are trying to live in and deal with, like dating, dating in and of itself is, it's a lot, it's a journey. There's a lot to discover and everything. And then you throw diabetes on top of that. And yeah, it messes with your self-esteem. It really makes you feel a type of way about yourself. There's so many questions that you have. You're wondering, you know, is somebody here for me because they really care about me or are they here for me because they want to fix me? Like there's a lot of things to consider. And I think that's what makes diabetes so difficult is it's like, yeah, there's that blood sugar piece, but it's impacting every other area of my life. And so that's why I feel overwhelmed. Like, and- Honestly, I think my, for me, my journey was a little bit different. Like with, you know, I had gestational diabetes 
at one point. Right. So I had diabetes while I, while I was pregnant. And I think for me, I was in a relationship at that time, so I wasn't necessarily dating. But what I will say is even being in a committed relationship while navigating diabetes is hard. You know what I mean? Like, I remember I still had those questions of like, do you really still want to be with me? Because there's a part of you that feels broken. There's a part of you that feels like damaged goods. You know what I'm saying? Like when you consider the hormonal aspect, like we were talking about intimacy, you know what I mean? And needing to perform for someone like me, a woman to like not have any sex drive. You wonder like, is he getting it somewhere else? Like, is he still attracted to Mm -hmm. me? Like, all those kinds of things, these are all things that come up, you know? And it's just like, how do you navigate that? Like, it's a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. It's a a lot to navigate, but it's one thing, it's a couple things to consider. One, don't treat diabetes as if it's this, this is this one thing that's on an island that that makes you feel isolated. Because because the thing about it is, everybody goes through Mm -hmm. something. Everybody has something, you know. You, I've, I've date, I'm dating people with who who have lupus, or uh, you know, maybe maybe they have some kind of facial paralysis, uh, you know, m- maybe they 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 overweight, they underweight, you know, depression, anxiety. It could be a, it could be those things. It could be other things. It could be a, uh, it could be a combination of, of all those things. Bipolar. So everybody has something, mm-hmm. right? So if so, take. Once you remove yourself from Diabetes Island and you realize that you're in a pool where everybody has something, then you lean to that, that second mark in its communication. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so all humans are going to have some sort of insecurities at some point in time in their life. There's not one person that's 100% secure all the time. But the 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 issue is it's important to communicate when you have those insecurities. Like, hey, I'm I'm feeling some type of way right now because because my sex drive is a little, it's a little off. I don't want you going out to get it from somewhere else. Let's work on some alternatives that I can make sure to keep you satisfied while I work through what I'm working through with the, while, you know, as this, you know, help, you know, while I get better or, you know, for my thing, I, I made sure to communicate to people like, Hey, it is not you it's it's me. And I'm not saying this as a line. It's really, the, it's really the case. And then it is maybe after intimacy, going back over and communicating because the problem is you will say that up front and then a couple things will happen. You get, you kind of, you might forget that person might forget, you know, you, you get in kind of the groove of, of, of whatever happens in a relationship or they might be thinking, well, you know what? I'm different. So, you know, he, he's saying it's a struggle, but <laughs> you know, right. he met me. Uh-huh. And so, and so, but so it's important to sit there and just talk after the fact, like, Hey, I, I enjoy this. I enjoy spending time with you. I'm enjoying to get to know you more. It's nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. So I always tell I always tell my daughter Brooklyn, it's better to over communicate than under communicate. When you over communicate, you give all these additional facts. No one's going to ask you questions when you over communicate because you've already given all right. the answers. Right. I love that. And that, that was amazing because that was literally one of the last questions that I had for you. I was like, how, basically, how has your experience with dating while diabetic shaped your overall perspective on life and relationships? And I think that was such a powerful way to answer that question. We're all dealing with something. We're all going through something. 
the world that we live in is so toxic. Everybody has something, you know what I mean? There's something, you know, and I think that really is something to be said about just acceptance, you know, like accepting people for who they are and not defining, you know, putting, not putting a label on something or someone or isolating them, right. And putting them into this group of like (laughs) yucky people (laughs) or insignificant (laughs) people just because they have something, you know what I'm saying? It's like giving yourself permission to number one, get to know people for who they are beyond the diagnosis literally beyond the diagnosis i love listen diabetes i love it yes getting to know people beyond the diagnosis that is so 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 important because you never know how your light and your willingness to just accept them for who they are how that changes them how that motivates them how that makes them want to be better and how it may make their journey to wellness easier for them you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think if if you're listening to this episode, number one, I hope that you enjoyed it because this was so fun. <laughs> this was so fun. Um, but number two, I hope that, you know, you take in all the information that was shared and that you understand that you are not broken just because you're dealing with some, to- some sort of ailment or illness or whatever, that there is going to be somebody out there that wants to get to know you, that wants to be with you, that does... Um, have the ability to hold space for you, you know, as you're navigating whatever illness um, that you have. Jared, I mean, what would you tell people that are listening to this episode that maybe are diabetic or they're, you know, high blood pressure, anxiety, whatever? What advice would the, would you give them about dating in general? I think, in a sense, when you have some sort of affliction like that um, in general, the, the rule of thumb is to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, said, you know, I think I struggled a lot because I wasn't the person that actually took care of myself. I obviously, cause that's why I have diabetes, but <laughs> I didn't take care of myself because I just struggled. I always went towards helping other people. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you, when you sit there and you set boundaries and, and set these things on what you're trying to do for yourself, then that no people can understand what you need in order to support. So if I if I if, am diabetic and I'm like, I'm still eating cookies and cake every day, you might feel the need to sit there and reprimand me and wag your finger and be like, well, Jerry, get this, get get your stuff right. together. But if I'm taking care of my own self and I'm like, I don't, I don't need that space. Now you don't. I'm not. I'm be. It, we're beyond the diagnosis, and now you can talk to me as a human being and, and to get to know me as a person and not what I suffer. Absolutely, for. absolutely. One more question. I know we're wrapping up, I promise you, but how can you elaborate on being vulnerable in relationships um, as you're as you're navigating diabetes? What kind of situations have you been in that where you've had to just trust that the information being shared is not going to like be used against you? Like, have you ever experienced that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've had um, I've had that where you know some of the stuff that I've shared on this podcast, whether it's you know, you know me and you know Jerry Junior and physical intimacy. I've had it where you know I talking about my depression and my anxieties. I, I'm, a, I'm a mental health advocate, so I I talk about it a lot. Um, it's scary to talk about sometimes because people people will use that against you, but for the most part, because 
the world has shifted into, you know, mental health awareness, you know, it's, it's, it's not as um, condemning, you know, people are not condemning it with it, but on the other side of it, um, I've been vulnerable, you know, to talk to people about my father and, you know, he passed, he passed away last year, but I, we had a tumultuous relationship and it caused me anxiety. I, I, I was, it, it's, it's, it's a whole, that could be a whole other podcast right. episode. But at this, at that same time, uh, when I, when I, when I talked about this to a former girlfriend, you know, and, and she shared that with her, when, when we got into an argument or when I didn't do things that was in line with what she think, thought that I should be doing, the first thing she brought up was like, that's why you, you're just like your daddy. You don't care about nobody but yourself. You're just like your daddy. And 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 it took she had to go there because everything else that she was doing to try to get reaction to me, I was like, it's okay. You know, I I I wish you nothing but, you know, continued success and a better life and blah, blah, blah. Like I was taking the high road. And then she said that. And I'm just like, okay, so you just trying to just hurt me. Like you, you're you you're you're not tending to yourself. You're in you're in pain emotional pain and you want in misery loves company you try you try to take people take me with you and that's when i just stopped communicating altogether so yeah so i mean it can it definitely can be really scary really really scary to open up to a partner about this and i think that's why diabetes in and of itself is a very isolating illness it's very very isolated because Again, it's it almost gives people the fuel to hurt you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think that goes back to what you were saying about being focused on your journey and your intentions with yourself. You know what I mean? That's number one. Don't seek validation from other people. You have to seek validation from yourself first and also pair that validation with accountability as well. You know what I mean? It's one thing to be vulnerable and validate your experiences and say, Hey, I understand this is, this is where we at. You know what I mean? Like these are the cards I've been dealt type things, but it also takes that accountability and radical honesty to be like, we know what have has brought us to this point and only we can fix it. You know what I mean? So focus on taking care of yourself and getting yourself to a place where you are mentally stable enough to handle a dating relationship or committed relationship, whatever, to where it's not taking you off of the track that you need to be on in order to achieve the comp- the, the goals that you have. And so, and it's also not allowing you to find your self-worth in somebody else, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Jared, thank you. Thank you so, so much for joining me to, on today's episode of Diabetes Unplugged. I really enjoyed having this conversation with you. I want to thank you for your vulnerability. I promise I will not use it against you. You know, thank it's not going to blackmail you. you or anything. So well, it's, it's out here in the airways <laughs> it's now. It's so. Listen. <laughs> so nothing you can do about it. You know, like I said before, you know, if you, if you want to go to Slutty Vegan, you know, hit up my boy. He's available. <laughs> <laughs> okay jared let people know about what you got going on where they can find you what like what is what's going on in your world oh i'm so glad you asked <laughs> um, again my name <laughs> again my name is jared dam 
I am the host of It's About Damn Time. It's a podcast about self-discovery. It's my self-journey to me building a better me. And hopefully through those conversations, I help you build a better you as a result of that. Um, also, I am, you know, the, the, the CEO and, and chief creative officer for the whole damn show. It is Think podcast network. Think think record label for podcasts, and I think it's the best way to describe what what the whole damn show is trying to do. Um, definitely in the in the in the in the scheme of podcast production, you know, creating great content that will entertain and educate you, much like Diabetes Unplugged, which is you know part of the whole damn I show. And it and so and so that's where you can do. That's where you can find me doing most of my work. And so you can follow me. Uh, you follow the company overall, the whole the, the whole damn show. That's D A W H O L E D A M N S H O W, and of course, it's about damn time pod. We're everywhere on social media, and and, and you know, go ahead and, and hit the subscribe button on on it's about damn time podcast. Available on on Tuesdays as well. When so after you listen to this right. episode, you can go like I want some, I want some more I want some more. You can sit there and listen to me on it's about That's damn time. Right. So after y'all listen, we wrapping up, but you go right over there to it's about damn time. Listen to the conversations that he's having. It is absolutely wonderful. Wonderful. We actually just listened to an episode on what is it called? Solo Poly. Listen, mm. listen more. Mm. So if you want like more relationship talk, listen. Listen to that episode. Listen to that episode. Mm. But okay, thank mm. you so much for your time, Jared. I really appreciate it. I think y'all really like having him on the podcast. So if you want him to come back, you know, let me know in the comments. If you don't like him because you think it's breath sync, you can, you know, let me know that too. In the, in the comments. <laughs> and we'll see. I'll do better. <laughs> do better. Do better. We're going to see y'all next week. Take care. <laughs>